This episode of the Pharmacy ITME podcast was originally recorded in January 2022. You are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony and welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And on today's episode, we have a special guest from the CDC, the current public health informatics fellow, Dr. Kevin Land. Uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Kevin. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you for the invite. I'm glad to speak on here. Awesome. So, you know, just before we kind of get into the weeds of like your journey and stuff like that, um, can you kind of give the listeners a little bit of like a brief intro about yourself? Yeah, I'm currently the Public Health Informatics Fellow at CDC, um, work under Division of Global Migration Quarantine. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of background, um, I guess quickly, you know, reverse that timeline a little bit, going back to undergrad. I had like a, a, I was in the research, did a lot of projects in like computational chemistry and bioinformatics. And at the time, I didn't know exactly what to do. I know that I'm interested in like uh, pharmaceutical and sort of met cam stuff. And so I thought like, hey, pharmacy will be a good choice. So I went into pharmacy school and um, during pharmacy school, meet, I even meet David. He helped me a lot with the process. Although I think the real challenge for me during that time was to know what exactly I wanted to do with pharmacy uh, and informatics. Because at the time, pharmacy informatics wasn't really popular. Uh, but I'm glad I ended up um, having the opportunity to work at CDC. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, like you just mentioned a little bit about like when you were in undergrad, you had some experience in bioinformatics. Can you kind of like expand on that a little bit? Yeah. So I worked on some of the sort of worked on R script specifically, R programming on creating like a platform for for processing a cell molecular data from <laughs> mass spec. I remember if, yeah, if I'm wrong. And, uh, and it's a high throughput process, so you can't just cherry pick with your eyes, you know, looking at the computer. You need like a very protocol type and like a good smooth back, uh, a smooth program to run through like 2000s of data and stuff. So that was a little bit of, so that was like what a little bit of why I do. Yeah, and that kind of started a little bit of my informatics background. On top of that, I was able to do a little bit other stuff such as like using Python to create a QC script to control like some of the machines, comport machines to run like QC process in one of the jobs right after school. Although that's like a temp job, but it kind of sort of helps me. It helps me build like a little bit of like computer science background. And then during that time, I was working as a pharmacy tech, but, <laughs> and so, you know, during that time, I kind of solidified that, hey, pharmacy school is for me. And so that's how I kind of start merging in together, consolidate into my thought going to pharmacy school. And yeah. I see. I see. So, you know, when you went to pharmacy school and this, I mean, this is kind of like my story of like going to pharmacy school. I had no idea what I wanted to do um, and finding out informatics later. So for you, when you were in pharmacy school, did you know already that informatics was a thing or was that something that kind of just uh, eventually showed up in your curriculum or did you kind of seek it out? Like, how did that come about for you? No, it was not. It was not super like direct. So I knew like pharmacy, uh, I knew that like uh, health informatics was 
like booming and was something to watch out for. But I didn't know where the entry point is. And I didn't know like there's a thing called pharmacy informatics until like I met one of the P4 at the time was David Vu. <laughs> he introduces me this idea and introduces me that there's a there's residency route for it. But then for me, I I just feel like I don't want to be sort of constrained in that hospital side of things. I mean, I'm I think the whole uh, working from the back end of the hospital is very cool. But I want to explore more, and so I went on to I guess explore different side of the informatics. Um, although I I think the biggest challenge during that process was I didn't know um, if there's any sort of defined role like. Such as like you know in pharmacy school, uh, people would say like, oh, you want to go like ED residency route, or you want to go for ID residency route, or you want to even just go informatics route. You know, it, it, it's like a set of career path. But I think the challenge is you're shooting for a start, but you don't know where the start is, and that was like super scary for me. And sometimes I dumped that question to David, and David didn't know, and so we kind of bounced around the ideas a little bit more during that time. I see, I see. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of like a really uh, cool thing that you just talked about is the exploratory phase when you were in school. And, you know, a lot of us actually just go through that. So it was good for you that you actually were able to have somebody that was a little bit more experienced with you and, you know, fourth year David Vu. And, you know, you were able to kind of bounce things off with him and have that kind of discussion. Uh, I I'm, I think like, you know, that's a very good thing that I always like say, it's always good to find someone that's like a, um, a mentor. And, you know, David Vu was only a fourth year over you but you were still able to get that kind of conversation with him going uh, i think that's a good good thing to do uh so so you, when you had that kind of discussion going on when did you kind of make that decision or know that you know you wanted it to get into that space did you have like a a particular decision point that happened yeah i think it was in it was not early though it was really just you know till like p3 years when you took a lot of classes already and back then i was very like a little bit nervous about this cuz i i just think that okay what else is out there besides industry and hospital right and and i was very just debating on whether which role i should go and stuff um and so I start writing down some of the features of the role I want. It was kind of random, but I think it was really productive. It was just like, okay, I want to eventually help people, but I don't want to help single patient. I want to help population health. And how, I, how am I going to impact population health? Is it through straight informatics? Is it through like the analytics side of things? So it's a little bit more evaluation and also am I talking about like public health or pharma, like industry, like even to what, you know, kit check Omnicell, what they do, like they provide like equipment, they provide like services for improving the whole hospital process, you know, bouncing those ideas and write down all those thought down. And eventually I came out with something like, okay, I want something like evidence-based. I want something like real world data. And that is something that is something crazy to me back then because it deviates from what David during that time when he graduated, when he got that route, and it kind of deviates a little bit to the point it kind of self, I don't know, it kind of gives me confidence to redefine myself whether that route is what I want. And so that's how I kind of got there. 
I see. I see. So, you know, when you were getting to that route, I, I know that you know, during school, you also had some projects that you did kind of related to informatics. Can you kind of share about how that kind of helped you as well to kind of help define your route? Yeah. So I was in like a lot of research and a lot of projects. So I think one of them is kind of not so rela- related, but helps me build like sort of a process thinking. I was involved, heavily involved in IPHO and not like giving them advertise, but the, but there's this IPHO competition called VIP competition that we built a sort of a proposal from from sort of start to finish of a pharmaceutical product. And it's not really about the pharmaceutical product. It's about like project management and how you view as a product. Fortunate enough, David invited me to help him with his project, which is like a straight you know, marketing project that I was doing analytics of and I collected information. I collected some of the sort of data from the internet and supported uh, one of his projects on the VR. And then later on, I was also involved in um, sort of our scripting project that it was in Metabolomic project. Um, I built a script, helped them like clean up the data. And not only that, it helped them sort the data to kind of tell them, hey, this data has this, they can use, they can have like a user input and it will automatically clean and filter everything into the table they wanted. (laughs) And so it's very similar to my undergrad project, but it kind of helped me maintain the level of like programming skill. And so I think that was also very important. And thankfully too, that PI that I have was very supportive. He helped me explore many of the project ideas. He kind of helped me explore blockchain and healthcare as well. He helped me like look into AI as well. So I was able to get a little bit of like exposure on that kind of looking at, kind of shadow them and sort of explore that side of things. And um, from the clinical aspect of it, I also did a small, very small project on um, cystic fibrosis as well when I was at University of Virginia. Uh, although, like at the end, I couldn't really finish the project, but um, it was a really good like um, experience to go through like IRB process and data collection and figuring out everything starting from the beginning point to like when you're really like interpreting the data or when you're really collecting the data. That's that's really cool. You get all those experiences and all that practice with uh, these different projects. And, uh, you know, kind of just going into, you know, moving to today where you're now at the CDC as the Public Health, uh, Health, Public Health Informatics Fellow. I do want to ask, like, what about it was uh, that made your decision to go towards the CDC public health informatics route versus a different type of health informatics, like maybe informatics in managed care or informatics in a um, hospital organ? I, I really know you you talked a little bit about it, but was there any kind of like specific decision about CDC in general? Yeah. So one of one of one of the good thing like I saw this program has was that it's very flexible. So. Like back then when I was making my choice, I was kind of like stepping on like health outcome and health economics and also with this position as well, because, you know, they're all really in the realm of public health. And and there's like a semi-pharma route and there's a little bit of more like managed care. It, it was, to be honest, it was very hard to differentiate, but 
it, it also really depends on what perspective you're looking at. You you know, if you're on the pharma or managed care side, you're looking on more like the private company side and not comparing to um, comparing to the CDC side, which is very public health, population health, and you're looking at the policy side of things. And so I was kind of aiming for it like a very great area. And to be honest, like it was very, part of me feel a little bit frustrated on like, you know, drawing that clear line, but it wasn't that clear. And it, it was, it kind of got clear until like I start working in CDC, but it was, you know, it was a little bit too late, but that's sort of when, that's sort of the target i'm looking for it was that side of things and and to add on to that too um i wanted something with informatics but i also want something like because how i view informatics is also a play like a very important factor how i view informatics is almost like informatics is like a tool for me to to get to get the evidence to to have to have the background or to have the support to a policy or a strategy, depending on how you look at it. And eventually, I feel like to market myself, you know, I'm a ph- pharmacy trained, I feel like that's something you want to be, um, I don't know, that that's something I see myself as a strength because I, I love Journal Club. <laughs> One thing about that, it was, I love reading journals and I really, really enjoying like doing Journal Club as like, you're finding journal to support a clinical decision. You're finding journals, you're looking for studies that supports a strategies. And so I want to combine like informatics with the, the skills I've developed during pharmacy school and not only, you know, just informatics. Cause I just thought, you know, if, if it's just informatics, I might as well, you know, we'll compete with a bunch of uh, comp, comp sci trained, you know, professionals or PhD people. And the way how I see myself was, you know, I gain pharmacy knowledge and I have a bit of programming skills that can back me up. And so I can support the policy. I can support a product. I can support a strategy. And so that's why it's kind of made my decision being very in the gray zone of things. I see. I see. So, so, you know, in your role today, I mean, we can now just kind of gear towards uh, what the, the position is. So what is your like current role, like officially? And then like, what is the division um, about? Like, I think you said that was the division of global migration and quarantine, right? Yes. So my division, we, we cares about like, so we care about like infectious disease transmission, but that's like, you know, entire CDC, we care about that. But us, we care about like we're sort of under this division. There's quarantine stations. There's more like we care about more international traveling. We care about sort of like other infectious disease, not only just current COVID. There's malaria. There's other stuff. And so there's a lot more like traveling data that we're dealing with. And that is sort of what we, I guess, what we see and what we work, what I'm working with right now is. That, and also that's what the division is um, serving. So at the division of global migration and quarantine, so, you know, informatics plays a role into like a lot of data, right? So uh, in terms of like the DGMQ's mission, how does your role, you know, in health informatics and public health informatics specifically, I guess, uh, how does that kind of play into the values and missions of the division? Yeah. So the mission of the division is that, you know, first we take care of like, U.S. entry, so like let's say people traveling uh, internationally, like we look into the infectious disease transmission in that, and also we 
we have like quarantine station to look for like differences of like infectious disease transmitting between like countries to countries or even borderlines and stuff. And so mostly we're looking at like travel trans uh, infectious disease. And so that's not you know current popular you know topic is COVID, but that that's not only to COVID. There's malaria, Ebola. There's many other disease that's involved in our division that we're looking at. And my role is to sort of being an informaticist. In my role is not only like trying to you know working on those data. I'm trying to、um, come up with analyses, analyses, and like coming up with evidence support to support the current CDC policies. I see. I see. So is it like? I guess this is a this is a question more about like your day to day, but is it more of like a consistent day to day thing that you're doing, or does kind of change? You know, every few weeks, like how does that kind of work? Ah,、uh, so it changed day to day actually, because there's very it's a actually a fast paced environment that, especially I think during COVID, because there's so many variant that's involved, and there's so many like sort of different view on things on the disease state. That we want to know, and so there's a lot of project prototyping, and there's a lot of like data support to kind of support the current policies. And depending on what the current policy want, or you know, depending on what the what the current like studies is missing, we're we're trying to fill in the gap. And so part of my role is to to work with a a team to coming up with studies that supports. That sort of complete the gap between in the policies or even in the guidelines or even like with the current just COVID data that we're looking at, maybe from Johns Hopkins, maybe from everywhere. And so, because looking from population health wise, you know, overall we don't want to have a gap of the data. That's when that's when we you know that is becoming like a pl- a blind spot that silos sort of how we give care to patients. And so we're trying to support that, and also uncover all the blind spots, essentially. So you kind of mentioned a little about data already, and I, I guess like one of the、uh, I was wondering about like what other challenges you've you've kind of seen with working with data in this kind of setting and as a public health informatics、uh, fellow. So yeah, one of the biggest challenge、um, I've seen working in CDC in general was that I think there's so much there's so much. Database out there, and there's so much support from the non-government or even government side of things, and which is really good. But you know, when you have a lot of similar or different datas, you 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 you're having some sort of data integration problem. You want the data to speak with the other data to picture or to bridge the gap between, or I, I think to piece a better picture of what's going on in the current disease state. And that that is one of the biggest challenge was. Just connecting the bridge.、Um, also, there's a lot of challenges in sort of public health reporting and capturing the data. So it's been always like the problem. I think since the start of my pharmacy school career, that data reporting is always hard because it's hard to produce like a protocol or like a capturing mechanism that capture the whole picture. So it's always been a challenge. And also one of the Very, I think, highly debated, controversial question would be data transparency. And you know, HIPAA is 
a law that protects all that. But the problem is, you know, whether the the balance of transparency of the data and utilization of data and health policy, you know, is is sort of hard to keep balance because the more transparency you have, the more accurate the policy will be. But the problem is, you know, how are you going to repre- how are you going to present that data so that it doesn't lose credential it doesn't lose it doesn't violate the hipaa is kind of hard and so that is the three sort of i think big topic that or the big challenges that we're facing right now awesome and i mean i could just add to that about you know, feeling the same way about different sources disparate sources and it's kind of related to just from my end on the pharmacy informatics side uh seeing like different uh, system just not being interoperable and it's it's related but not related i guess it's a uh, just the idea of like just having so many different sources uh, makes it a challenge for everything kind of kind of just be together, right? Yeah. Um, and you know that that's actually why there's even positions like this, right? To kind of like uh, figure out the the steps we need to do to to kind of like uh, work with what we have. So um, you know, it's it's really good that you know you're able to share that that you know your role at the CDC and you know for people who who want to like I guess uh, learn more about the CDC fellowship uh, or or uh, if they wanted to be contributing to it, uh, where can they kind of find that information? Yeah, so uh, they can search up my fellowship. I think the public health informatics or even like, I know CDC have many resources because a lot of CDC, um, what we run now is we have a lot of like data collecting side of things and evaluation side of things. So a lot of them you can see from like CDC bioinformatics, there's bioinformatics side of things that they they look at like genomics transmission, which is really cool. I'm learning a little bit about that. And uh, there's the informatics, we're a little bit on the data engineer side of things and depending on your role, it changed. But, you know, informatics, we deal a lot of from like outcome side to data engineer side. And there's there's other one called like evaluation. Although they do data analysis, but but they seeing they seeing data as like sort of using it as like evaluating. They look at it and take and do analysis. And not only that, there's the very uh there's there's one branch of that. During in the same branch of evaluation, there's the epidemiology modeling that they you know they model almost like a PK model. They model the disease transmission state. Yeah, that that's really cool. So um, I will put a link to that the website of the CDC that has uh, that information for people who are interested. Uh, but you know, before we go, I do also want to uh, ask you a general question about uh, you know you've you've gone through a very unique path. You've gone through kind of finding yourself and then discovering your your goals. So if there was like a student out there or maybe another pharmacist in the career path that they want to switch to out to or switch out of, like what do you kind of have for advice if they, they wanted to get in something that you're doing, like similar to what you're doing? They can reach out to me at LinkedIn. They're not the only one because I've talked to a lot of people about public health informatics or even in general, just even just live or how, how they can get involved in informatics. Yeah. I'm pretty responsive on there, so they can do that. Awesome. Well, I'll be putting a link to your profile on LinkedIn into the show notes. But you know, to be respectful of your time, thank you so much for uh, being on the podcast and just sharing, uh, you know, sharing about your journey and also what you do currently in the fellowship at CDC. Yeah. Thank you. All right. If you like our show, please share with your friends. 
or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Slack group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there. And I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool. Patient care is the goal. 